Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. Have you heard of uh, this Randonautica app? No. That's becoming a thing now? Basically, uh, you go in, uh, you go onto the app, and you type in, like, uh, what you're trying to find in life. Okay. And it gives you coordinates to somewhere, like, by you. And it's like an adventuring app. You go to the coordinates, and, like, you see what you find there. And it's been mostly dead bodies that people are finding. Oh, my gosh. Holy so shit. So many dead bodies. What are they searching for? Just, not, it just Zodiac you, killer? <laughs> like, you'll put in, like... And whatever you put in doesn't matter, but it's supposed to be this, like, spiritual thing of, like, you put it out into the world that you're looking for, blah, blah, blah. Ted Cruz. Yeah. So, uh... It's like a fortune cookie, basically. <laughs> yeah, kind it of, but... nothing. It, yeah, you, uh... So you're like, oh, I'm looking for love. And it just sends you r- random coordinates that aren't too far from you. The Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> so you go to those random coordinates, and you look around. So it's, like, supposed to be for adventuring, but just people keep finding dead bodies. Yeah. So you're, like, looking for Ted Cruz. And then it sends you to coordinates, and you find a dead body and a note saying, I'm definitely not the Zodiac Killer. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to this issue of Mex-Men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin, and I'd like to get really, really, really political about things from four years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Vote Gore. (laughs) Uh, today we're going to be covering Uncanny X-Men, uh, issues 26 through 31. Yeah. Yep. Those are the ones. Yeah. Spot on. Spot on. And you know what? I think I always remembered this part with, to, to borrow a phrase, like rose-colored glasses. Because Cyclops, a little bit of a dick in this. A little think bit. So? A little bit. Because I was curious. You were like... Like, oh right. yeah. So, so like, I still think he's right overall. Yes, he goes a little far in this. He he, he does, and I think the margin from what I remembered it uh, was more narrow than what I remembered it. Although, although technically, does he go too far? No, I think he was all right given what, his intent. What are the other options? Well, what I mean, and we'll we'll get back around to it later, but technically, he doesn't do anything. No, yeah, he doesn't do anything. Yeah. Are you foreshadowing all the way to, like, Death of X, or... No, to okay, the end just of this. this episode. Yeah. yeah. You jump forward, now I have, like, so much to say, but we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. No, I just wanted, like, a little pretext that, like, I, I remembered the X-Men as a whole being so much worse, um, and they weren't. They were. Time. Iceman was. Oh, yeah, Iceman. Sure. Yeah. He's being a real jerk. Yeah. Pretty much everybody except for Firestar. True. And then, I guess, she Nightcrawler. Wasn't there. Yeah. yeah, Nightcrawler, but also he's well, uh, known for being that type of person, so I'm happy to see him be like that, you know, more accepting of Scott and stuff. Well, and this was as good as beasts can get. You know, he stayed awake at night thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, just... Why did I admit it? Why would I admit it? <laughs> Again. Gotta go yeah. back in time. <laughs> Stop myself from saying it. He's like, Hank, you need to not say Cyclops is right. Otherwise, 
there will be a genocide. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, I know this ruse. I just pulled it on the younger me. The whole time, though, he's just fascinated because he's looking at himself. <laughs> I was thinking when you said that that he goes back in time, puts his hand over the his younger version's mouth, and but like the hand's so soft to him, <laughs> he's like, oh. Something like he's chloroforming his <laughs> kidnapping himself. By the way, we're only sorry. Talking. It was just stuck in my fur from last night. By younger self, only like by two days. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess to get right into the the thing, if if you remember where we were the last time we covered the Uncanny X Men, um, yeah, the last She-Hulk, will and testament of Charles Xavier. Yeah, She Hulk just read the will and. They found out that uh, Xavier married Mystique. They had some kids. That explains uh, Razzle Dazzle and uh, Baby Xavier. And then uh, he gave the school to Scott. Or no, no he doesn't. No, he, no. Uh, it was. They never even said. I think who the school was. Uh, or that's, it, they either didn't say it or was going to Mystique. That's something. right. It, it it doesn't go to Scott. Um, it, it didn't go to Mystique either. I was conflating the two. What happened was he brings up Matthew Malloy. Like, hey, so there's a super powerful mutant. I've been uh, manipulating him his entire life, so he didn't blow everything up. And, well, I'm dead, so you figure that out. Yep. And it's like, hey, uh, Cyclops and Wolverine and your most powerful psychic, deal with it. You think you would have thought this through a little more? Like a plan for if he was to die? Yeah, you think he would, but I don't know. He just doesn't care about what happens to people. I think he was so egotistical that he didn't think he would die. I think so, even though he's died. Well, no, he's faked or his he's death. he's faked his yeah, death. Yeah, exactly. Keep, Tons of time. He keeps doing it. It's kind of his... It's like that and touching children are his two things. <laughs> Which is also sort of true because he does kind of come back in Axis. Yeah. So... Like, there's, there's a part of him there. So is he really dead? He's just too stubborn to die. Well, we end up ultimately finding out that he's been in the, the Shadow Realm or whatever. With I feel like they fucked Shadow that up. King. He's in the Shadow Realm. He's, he's in heaven. In heaven. He's uh, also in deep inside Red Skull. Like, yeah. The dead dude really gets around. <laughs> he, he does. He's kind of a whore like that. <laughs> yeah, you think which about it. was not his thing. Yeah. Getting around. <laughs> exactly. For a guy with no working legs, yeah. he gets around. Uh, so anyway, this picks right back up um, where that leaves off. And so Cyclops is super mad. So last time, right when they figured out, uh, well, right when Xavier told them that, hey, there's this guy... You guys need to go take care of him. Uh, Cyclops gets really mad because he's like, hey, uh, that's hypocrisy, you jerk. I mean, I know I killed you, so it's like a, it's definitely a lesser crime right now, but I'm trying really hard to feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll dig you up and kill you again, old man. <laughs> that's like the, the, the inner subtext of his mind there. And so this issue picks right back up at that moment where he sort of storms out. He's like, I can't believe this. He lied to us all this time. He was telling us to be one way while he did whatever the hell he wanted. And then uh, the rest of the X-Men are like, wow, he's being that much of a baby, huh? And I got to kind of agree with him. Is that a little bit? He's being a baby. 
that Scott was being a baby about whining about Xavier? Yeah. Like, at the end, like, you know, really? A little bit, but I also took it as the fact that he was so, like, everyone was bigging up Xavier. Everyone was so mad at him for killing Xavier, and then it's like, and he was mad at himself, and then he's like, this guy was a dick. True, but, like, he already knew he was a dick. He was basically excommunicated from the X-Men, so it's not, like, a new thing. Scott's learning. He's just, and honestly, I would say he already knows worse things about Xavier. Yeah, but I mean, he saw the hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> he deleted Scott, the search history. Scott, delete my search history. <laughs> His last wish. Bobby got that wrong. Yeah. So, <laughs> but no, I feel like this whole time he was probably like talking to himself, like begging Xavier back up, because you know, like somebody dies, you don't think about the bad stuff, or you break up with somebody, it's all the good stuff, you forget all the bad stuff, and then this is like a reminder to him. Wow, this guy was shit. Now that was uh, a significant dig. I feel like though is at one point Cyclops says to Wolverine, uh, Logan, all our bullshit aside, he's an asshole. <laughs> like talking about Xavier. Uh, and I'm not doing this. I'm not taking out some X-Man, like or some, some mutant who never got a chance to be who he's supposed to be. And then Wolverine's all like, our bullshit not aside, this is his dying wish. This, uh, so you're doing... What he said, and then Iceman had that line. Uh, his dying wish was probably like, "Ah, Cyclops, I wish you're not killing me right now." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. And also, Scott does end up taking him out to breakfast. <laughs> well, well, tries. Eliana's <laughs> yeah. all like, "I ain't your waitress." I was like, "All right, fair enough." Screwed up Cyclops' plans. I feel like she told him she was gonna, and then just changed her mind. Yeah, always lying. If she would have got that breakfast, everything would have been just fine. It's like I'm. <laughs> Man, I like there's an Uber Eats joke in there somewhere, and I'm not finding the words for it. But I mean, really, who really feels like causing mass destruction after eating a shitload of pancakes? You can't. You can barely even move. Yeah. yeah. Give them the itis, and then you're good. <laughs> I would have solved it. Yeah. Just give, just give them all the carbs, like a giant stack of pancakes, and just fill it with syrup. He'd have been done for. Yeah. That was his plan all along. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make him breakfast sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) Who could all tucker it out? (laughs) He can't destroy a world on a full stomach. Uh, So, yeah, everyone sort of shames Scott into going. Even Emma is like, he would have done it for you. So stop being a baby and go. And so he gets on the plane and it's him, Logan, and Rachel that are on their way. And, uh... Then, yeah, you had that moment with Firestar where she's, like, feeling really bad for him. And then everyone else is like, what the fuck are you feeling bad about, you know, him for? I love, too, how she's very articulate in what she's saying, too. And she's like, you know, Scott, he's been through a lot. And I'm not justifying what he's di- what he's done. But that must be hard to kill your own father figure. And you have to go through all of that. And everybody's like, nah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Like, with him not being in control, and you don't think that, like, he doesn't relive it every day, and, like, stop making us feel sorry for a guy <laughs> yeah. we're all trying to hate. Your point is so good, but I want to be mad. Yeah. Well, because she was not there, so that's why she could be, the, like, the voice of reason. Yeah. And it's the first person to finally say everything that Cyclops has been saying, to be honest. That's yeah. not Cyclops. Yeah, because it counts more, obviously, from somebody else rather than just him saying it. Yeah. Uh, so, while that's happening... Matthew feeling real bad about the fact that he killed everybody around him. That'll happen. Yeah, because he did explode just before this. 
uh, he's trying to sort of reanimate them, and he's just, like, telekinetically lifting skeletons. So that doesn't work. And S.H.I.E.L.D. is really, like, scared because, you know, they get, a, they get an alert early on about him. And they're on their way there. And don't they go through, they go through like, uh, there are no Avengers on Earth and yeah, all I don't that know where shit. They're at, but... Yeah. So, because of conveniently, there are Was no Avengers on Earth. Was this when Fantastic Four didn't have a book? This is right around the time they would have been canceling it. Because they, uh, I know they didn't have a book after Secret Wars, but I don't know about right before. I think it might have been canceled at this time. Because so they what, said like Fantastic Four, it's like, don't ask. Yeah, so what you're saying is, they're available. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not doing nothing. That's a stretch. <laughs> it's bugging me, by the way, that like he seems to be the big protagonist in Empire. Like, that, that he's the secret weapon right now. Because I don't like Mr. Fantastic. Really? He's just so boring to me. And it, it bugged me that he was like the main protagonist in uh, Secret War. Yeah. That's what sucks about, like, how awesome Doctor Doom is and how lame he is. Yeah. (laughs) That they always get pitted against each other. It's like, man, it'd be so cool to see Doom against anybody else. Yeah. Like, the coolest thing Reed ever did was have an evil version of him. And then even he's lame because he comes in slices. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking gross and stupid. And, like, anytime Doctor Doom's, like, against Doctor Strange or something, it's far more cooler. Yeah. Uh, And to know what I'm referencing, that's, like, in the Avengers book... That Roberto da Costa leads when they're pretending to be AIM. It comes in slices. Yeah. It's an Al Ewing Avengers, yeah. I think. So they bring in uh, Exodus and some other dude. And they're like, all right, so psychically, can you like take over this guy? And they're like, sure thing. And then they die, I assume. <laughs> they try, and then they go like all eye explody, and it looks like Exodus arm breaks i don't fucking it know. looks like they die but exodus doesn't actually die does he i don't know and it looks like caliban they don't say it's caliban no it's not caliban he has no psychic powers yeah but it looks like because he's super like white and pale but their eyes are all like gouged out or burnt out yeah, or whatever they, like creepy yeah it looks like they're bleeding black from their eyes they definitely look dead yeah and so maria hill realizes all right he's a mutant fuck we gotta get the x-men because mutant shit also we we got no racist superheroes to go take care of it they're all off world <laughs> they're all off world yeah so call off the sentinels let's ask them for help yeah <laughs> so while that's happening we end our genocide real quick so that we can uh we can ask them for a hand uh so while that's happening um the avengers are attacking the students of uh, the new Xavier School because they're a hologram, and <laughs> and they're not really there. <laughs> I also like the idea though that like off world just meant they're gonna go beat up a bunch of teenage <laughs> mutants. Don't call like ringers on silent. <laughs> I'm trying to think too of what would be going on. Or, like there's nothing going on right about now that the Avengers would be off world for. I have no idea. Unless, like, maybe they're trying to find Nova's dad. But why would they all be helping Nova do that? And also, they clearly don't, right? Because yeah, he's not found. They still haven't followed up on that, and we know where his dad is. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He was, like, a prisoner 
and escaped with all the other prisoners and like took over the ship. And then he's like, "All right, son, I'm coming home." And then that was like three years ago. <laughs> Give Nova a book. So, uh, triage is having a hard time with this training. He doesn't ethically feel like it's right for them to be fighting the Avengers. And uh, everyone else is like, but it's just training, dude. Like, it's interesting. We're, we're tired of fighting dinosaurs. And also, like, they could attack. And, like, the cuckoos are like, yeah, they will attack. They have attacked. He, he is much more cool murdering an endangered species than he is protecting himself against the Avengers. Yeah. Um, but he has, like, a binary idea, concept of good and bad. It's like, well, the Avengers have to be good guys, so if we're training to fight the Avengers, then doesn't that make us the bad guys? And the Cuckoos are like, no, it makes us people who are trying to survive because they attack us. Yeah, he had a good, they had some good quotes there and some good speech because they were talking about, like, we've been at this longer than you, and, you know, we're trying to protect our race. It's not as simple as black and white, good and bad. Yeah. Which is very truthful. I mean, what's to say the Avengers aren't the good guys in the first place in this scenario? Yeah, like, what, the government? Yeah, they're I mean, oftentimes the in the wrong. Crap. Yeah, like, right now, read Empire. <laughs> <laughs> in, you know what? In fairness, I've been reading that. Tony Stark, not the cause of a genocide. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> if that sun explodes, then yeah. But he also didn't do that. That's, uh, that's the Kree Scrolls. They're yeah, doing that. But to kill the thing that he helped get into power. Sure. Sure. Did he cause the first domino? Yeah. But he didn't know there were a bunch of other dominoes I'm behind just, it. I'm just saying evil Tony Stark does a hell of a lot less damage than noble good Tony <laughs> Stark. Yeah, evil Tony Stark just wants money and bitches. Yeah, he just wants to drink and get laid. Yeah. Don't we all? He's probably a sexual predator, but he's not people. Yeah, wouldn't doubt it. Uh, so, and this is an, another, like, one of the few times you see the cuckoos diamond up, too. Yeah, it does not happen often. No. I forget they have that power, because for some reason people seem to forget that they can do that. They're just always yeah. in the hive mind. Well, they don't battle a lot, too. They, they're usually just... In the background, doing some mental shit. Yeah, but they should battle more, considering you got five diamond individuals, or three, depending on when. Or four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Emma. Well, yeah, because <laughs> she can do it. Um, but, but she's on the field, like, knocking people out, so I'm saying the Cuckoos could be doing the same thing. I feel like they just never, they never really made it a thing. It just sort of happened in the background of a panel, and then artists have just been doing it. I don't think it was ever, like, part of a story or integral... That yeah. the cuckoos well, like because they already did that diamond. story with yeah. Emma, and they're like, well, yeah, eventually, sure. Why wouldn't they get the same mutation? Because yeah. I thought it was uh, Cassandra Nova that initiated that. Some I thought, you know, I don't know if they ever went anywhere with that. About like her starting the mutation, it was just said, and that was that. Yeah, like that was just some uh, weed and stuff that he just decided, or was it? Was it uh, Morris after Whedon? It was more. Oh, she yeah. starts going diamond and Morrison because they have that whole. She was shot with a diamond bullet thing. Right. No, I mean like who yeah. who came up with a reason for it? I feel like it was. Whedon went back like he was referencing the fact that she was on because because uh she was on Genosha, so he needed a reason for why she survived. She survived with the diamond form, but yeah, you might be right. But Whedon was the one who gave the explanation why that Cassandra Nova did it. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because Cassandra Nova was in her mind. She was, like, fucking up the X-Men. Kitty did that whole, like, I'm going to unphase your head into the dirt if you yeah. don't stop your psychic bullshit. That was cool. It was cool. Kitty's cool. Yeah. Smashed her face she in is. that mirror. Those are some great panels. Kate? Not to watch. <laughs> I still like it. Marauder's Kate? Marauder's, Marauder's Kate, Kate is dope. Marauder's Kate, X Men Gold though. Kate, <laughs> not Marauder's so much. Marauder's Kate is a completely different character, though. So yeah, but a dope character. A dope character, but I find problems with this. I like it. Marauder's Pyro is a different character, but it's the <laughs> coolest that Pyro's ever been. So I'm cool because yeah. he's actually in a book. Yeah, <laughs> he gets to bang Jean Grey in his mind. Yeah, and he tattooed a skull <laughs> on his face. Which, sorry, dude, there's already a skull on your face. It's in your face. It's your skull. Yeah, but he wanted everyone to know. <laughs> Skull's there. He's like one of those dudes who got, he's like put on the team, so he's so happy to be put on the team that he's like more enthusiastic about it, so he's got to get the logo on his face. Yeah, I'm just saying that that's the edgelord version of a uh, girl who has juicy on the ass of her pants. <laughs> he's like a dude on the bench for a basketball team who gets the team tattooed on his arm. <laughs> like he's never been on the field. And then he gets traded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're always going to be brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, triage does make everyone else uncomfortable, though, where he's just like, do any of you guys feel weird about this? Like, fighting the Avengers and, all, like, being trained to fight the Avengers? And no one really has anything to say. Uh, although, at one point, there is a reference to, like, Gold Balls references the fact that there are no adults there. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Hijack's like, I'm... 30 dude yeah like what <laughs> you don't count <laughs> and also gold balls while they're fighting the avengers is yelling gold balls and they're like is that just your catchphrase now and then he repeats himself which i love it's gold balls <laughs> if i say it louder will it let you know that it is a catchphrase the louder you say it the better of a catchphrase it is <laughs> so uh in route uh cyclops wolverine and um rachel rachel yeah they get uh, called by S.H.I.E.L.D. Basically, like, hey, we need you to deal with this thing. And they're like, yeah, we know. We're already on the way. <laughs> um, and and I think that's actually through Beast. Like, they call Beast. And Beast is, like, looking at what Matthew Malloy's uh, signature, like, on Cerebro is. Yeah. And it's, like, it's overwhelming. Like this, yeah. This is flaring up like Xavier's genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he is just wrecking stuff, and it's not going well for uh, his his him trying to bring back people. Like he can't bring them back, which is weird that his powers keep getting referenced. That he has control over life and death. Yeah, it's and just that's, the death. It's thing. just the death. Part. Well, because he's got the control over life because he can end it. Yeah, <laughs> and then the yeah. control over death. Because he can make, make it. death. <laughs> so I guess there's that. I guess in, in any way that someone with a gun has control over life yeah. and death, except his gun is like anywhere in like a two-mile radius. Just gets blown up. Yep. Which makes me want to reference that fucking Kid Explodey. <laughs> or, or Explodey Boy from... Uh, Explodey Boy? Yeah, from uh, the, the Empire X-Men run. Like, that zombie oh, is yeah. probably one of the best Marvel zombies I've ever read. Yeah, which, real quick, speaking of that, fucking Wanda fucking up again. Right? She's the worst. Yeah. 
The absolute worst. Have you even read any of that? Empire X Men. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Well. She she like goes to Genosha and she's like, I'm I'm gonna fix everything of like all the mutants that died on Genosha and oh. she just turns them all into zombies. Yeah. Yeah. So it's plants versus zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I read that or something where she was like talking about doing it because I do remember this. Yeah, it's very elaborate, like the weird staff thing she makes. But anyway, I don't get where his power. Like he he can't resurrect anything but himself. You find out, but yeah, he seems more. I mean, maybe that's the life. It's just his life. He's he's controlled over. Which yeah. is it's more than I got going on. <laughs> which is also funny because like he can't control it. Like he has no control over his own life. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean he is like a reality manipulator. There is no... Yeah, yeah there wasn't an explosion there before, and now there is. <laughs> but he does more than just cause explosions. When he changed his environment <laughs> significantly. When you got that much power, it's almost like, what can't you do? He made a can of soup. Well, you seem to... We covered that last time. He made a can of soup. Did he? <laughs> we think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he seems to only be able to make craters, really. Well, he can teleport people, so... Well, yeah, we, we find that out. So, um... Spoilers. Yeah. So Maria Hill is talking, like, the X-Men get over to the helicarrier, and Maria Hill is like, all right, so we got to figure out what we're going to do here because we're, at, we're we're five miles away, and that's as close as we feel safe getting. And Rachel's like, all right, well, what if I, you know, get all mean dad on him? And so sort of just makes Xavier appear with all the Avengers and X-Men behind him. That was dumb. I'm sorry. She didn't ask anybody. She's like, I got an idea. Yeah. yeah. Papa Xavier coming to spank that booty. Like, you know this dude who, like, is really mentally unstable and uh, has the power to destroy everybody? We need to spank him. Yeah, let's shame him. Let's make him feel real bad. Who was it that said, I mean, I know Scott did, said let's talk to him. Did one of the other X-Men say let's talk to him? I think it was just him. Yeah, he's the only one. Yeah. It's like, How hey, guys, look at reasonable. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's the only one who wants to talk to him. Um, which is why I'm still pro-Cyclops in this. He's, he's the only guy trying to find a peaceful solution and also trying to let a mutant just be themselves. Sure, he's also looking for ways to offload his own guilt. That's hardcore. He is, he is hardcore... Uh, uh, what's, what's it called when you... Fuck. I'm spacing it's on the it's word. It's called having sex. No. When you fuck. <laughs> when you fuck. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, projecting. He's projecting. Yeah. He's like real hard, like hardcore projecting on this dude. Um, but it's true though. The guy killed more people than Cyclops. Sure, that's true. Uh, and he obviously feels bad about it because he keeps bringing it up. The guy does. Yeah. Because uh, the guy's a, a good guy. Yeah. Um. So... Anyway, Xavier's trying to shame him, but, you know, Rachel, really. And he's like, wait, what if I'm supposed to have these powers? And you're trying to to turn me off? Like, you're not letting me be who I'm supposed to be? So, like, he's, like, in this state of turmoil. <laughs> and he's like, wait a minute, Xavier would never try to turn me off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he breaks the illusion and then breaks the helicarrier. From five miles away. Yep. Because he's that powerful. Also, it, it like, I don't know, maybe it is different because it's in the sky. Because they do show, like, him looking right at the helicarrier and then exploding it. And I just feel like from five miles away, wouldn't it see, like, 
and you not see it? I, I didn't assume that he saw it. I think he, because he followed, like, Rachel's trail back to himself. No, I'm just saying, like, you literally in the panel, it looks like. like yeah, like he right lifted himself up. I mean, because we know the world's flat. Yeah. So it's not, not like there's anything in the way. So, yep, those X-Men get all fucked up. That's on the helicarrier because he makes a crash. And then, but, uh, but also they don't. <laughs> and also, exactly, they don't because he he also gains telepathy, so he is gaining power. It just seems like telekinesis, telepathy. He explodes Explode, shit around him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now he's got teleportation because he recognizes Matthew recognizes that the X Men were also just manipulated by Xavier, and he decides, all right. Well, I'm sparing you guys, and he teleports all the X-Men Your eyes back got to their really home. big when you said manipulated by Xavier. Did they? Yeah, you were like... I think because I was looking down at them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so all those like all those different powers, I kind of chalk it up to this dude can do anything, which at that point, it's like... Like he slowly Reality ma- manipulation. It's like yeah. the century. It's like when you start rebuilding yourself back from nothing, it's like, all right, what can't you do? I just feel like you slowly, uh, I don't even remember where I'm going with that. I'm going to be honest. I'll fucking cut that, I guess. <laughs> like just immediate brain fart. You know what? I'm leaving it in. <laughs> and, I, and now I remember it. I don't think that he's that powerful because, I mean, he obviously is incredibly powerful. But in the Marvel Universe, it just seems like there's always a character who's gotten this... There's always a bigger fish. Yeah, and they don't have the same outcome that this one had. Like, Sentry, you just mentioned him. Like, Sentry is more powerful than this guy. You can argue that Wanda was more powerful. Like, she she definitely did more. I think the big thing is, though, that they controlled their powers. Or I guess in Wanda's case, it's that she has an Avengers card, so she can do whatever she wants. Not the Sentry. He doesn't really control his... I mean, when he can, he like has control over his powers, but there's like another dude who's... But even when the Void came, he didn't destroy as much people as Matthew did right now, did he? He tried. Tried, but who stopped him? Oh, everybody. Everybody the teamed Sentry up. Sentry stopped him. I think the problem with... <laughs> the, the problem with Matthew... <laughs> the problem with Matthew right now is that he... Uh, no one's watching them. Like, they are now, but, like, it's just S.H.I.E.L.D. What the fuck S.H.I.E.L.D. going to do? S.H.I.E.L.D. has never stopped any actual threat. Yeah. They just, they're on an alarm system, basically. Yeah. So, it's like, where are the superheroes to respond? And the X-Men are just now about to respond. And then everyone really just gets in the way of Cyclops getting the job done. Yeah. Yeah, because he proved his point that, hey, why don't we just talk to the guy? Yeah. Um, so he ends up, uh, <laughs> falling into snow outside the school and the students like, holy shit. And it's perfect. Yeah. It's great. His legs are up. <laughs> yeah. When snow they do angel. a callback to it later too, I was <laughs> laughing like one of the very, very rare moments where I read a comic and I'm laughing out loud while uh-huh. I'm reading it. Rachel ends up in the lawn, well, on the lawn, in uh, the lawn. Uh, <laughs> of the Jean Grey school uh, Storm conveniently ends up in her own bed, so on that was nice. Bed. Yeah, he's got a thing for Storm, I think. <laughs> no, she's under the cover. She's in the bed. 
She's over the covers, actually. She's on the bed. She's on the bed. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm going to keep bringing up this blue area of the moon argument. In the moon or on the moon? Yep. They're on the moon. But they're in the blue area. They're on the blue area. But they're in it. They're on it. It's a city. They're in the city. It's not a city. It's one place. It's not like it's the a blue area. It's like a city. It's like it's like a town. It's, it's, a, a, it's a big house. <laughs> it's not a big house. It's a big house. <laughs> it's a community of buildings. It's literally it's one building. It's several buildings that one dude lives in. No, yeah, it is several buildings. Like one of them's got a face. It's like we're on the earth, but we're in Waterford. Yeah. Yeah. All but right. the, it's not the blue area. Is like th- there's still the moon, but it's both. You're both. It's blue area city, blue area state. <laughs> what's their? It's blue, like New York. What's their blue area code? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. So I, I feel like he does have something for Storm because everyone's getting tossed in the lawn. Like Cyclops face first, Rachel face first. Storm's just like elegantly put in her bed. Yeah, yeah. He's got a thing for her. And then Logan gone. Good. Well, because he's going to be dead, so they're like, well, fuck that guy. He's just not going to show back up. <laughs> this is That's what the whole the story. Th- he sent him to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> and then Logan's like, well, I guess I got to go kill some uh, some ninjas or something. I feel like he sent everybody to their home, and Wolverine's like, where's my home? It's like Japan Whorehouse or something. <laughs> he just showed up somewhere else. This ends up in uh, Madripoor. <laughs> so Cyclops is like, hey... I'm fine. You guys can stop crowding me. And then the cuckoos are like, no, you were having an anxiety attack, and you're only yeah. fine because we're psychically making you fine. Because as soon as he lands, they're like, he's having a heart attack. <laughs> it's like, how is he having a heart attack? He's making an, an inverted snow yeah. angel. <laughs> they told him. Like, you can't be mad doing that. You were having a panic attack. And he's like, I don't have those. I don't, <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do panic attack. Uh, and then he, he's like, all right, well, I got an idea. Hey, Magic. Oh, because she shows up, and he uh, he's like, how did you know I was back here? And she was like, just hoping, to be honest, because Storm ended up in her bed, and Rachel ended up in the lawn, so now we know where she sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> and and got to be honest, I'm surprised to find out that you sleep in the snow, but, you know, teach their own. I feel like it is true, Cyclops. He's like, I'm way more of a sad boy than an anxious boy. Like, yeah. <laughs> He's having a sad attack. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just... <laughs> uh, so, he has an idea, and so they teleport over to Matt as Matt's, like, thinking about killing S.H.I.E.L.D., like, because they're all there, um, sort of sort of surviving the yeah. helicarrier crash. They had, like, these bubbles that protected them. Because tech... Uh, and Cyclops is like, hey, bud, want to go to IHOP? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Maria Hill thought that was going to go well. She's like, yeah, we're going to be cool and calm about this now. And then she's like, yeah, you have to vacate the planet. Like, who responds to that well? Dude cannot leave the planet. <laughs> well, especially this dude doesn't know that there's other societies. So he's like, what oh, do you want me to just go, like, in the moon? Yeah, <laughs> He doesn't know if he can travel to us. She's like, yeah, there's an area up there. (laughs) (laughs) Go right on it. (laughs) In it. Because basically it's sounding like he needs to die. 
<laughs> kind no of. other option. Yeah. And then that's where everyone ends up circling. And even the X-Men are looking for ways to take the the choice away from him. We got it's you your like, own spaceship. It's we... called the Challenger. <laughs> it's like, can we lobotomize him or control him somehow or shut down his powers or, or something? And But the X-Men never uh, say kill. So there's that. Like, I was remembering it worse as, like, oh, they were down to, like, take this dude out. But they definitely weren't about, you know, getting to know him. Yeah. And understand, like, or, or help him understand his power. And so Scott right away is like, hey, I just want to talk, man. And she knows where we can get some great breakfast. And that that's the end of the issue. Yeah, the end of all the issues, and they get breakfast, and thank you for listening. <laughs> if only. So, they uh, they end up, what is it called? The devil something? No. Devil's anus? <laughs> is it the devil's <laughs> anus? <laughs> That'd be funny if it was. Uh, No, that giant, like, plateau thing. It's like a mountain that is a plateau. Yeah. But they end up on there... And magic teleports away, and uh, they start, Scott and Matthew, Jesus, so many goddamn names. Scott and Matthew start talking, and Matthew's like, oh, so you brought me here to, like, be away from people, right? Because it's the middle of nowhere. Like, can't have you by people, you explode. Yeah, and I knew a guy like that. Unfortunately, died on Genosha. <laughs> He's expl- exploding boy. It's like, we could have took you to IHOP, and you could have mm-hmm. murdered everybody, because the waitresses there are not polite. Or, we can just have my very nice friend, Magic, bring us some breakfast. And she doesn't do that. No. She uh, says she knows a place, but she didn't say she was going to bring it. In her defense. And I think Scott implied he gave her $30. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I gave you money. You just keeping the money. And she's like, gas. (laughs) (laughs) This magic bus doesn't run on wishes. Although, kind of does. It's just sort of sticking out of her bra. (laughs) Uh but she does say, like, you want to trust this lady when it comes to this. And then, obviously, you can't trust her when it comes to that because she never brought breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and while that's happening, uh, Beast is sort of lamenting in his lab about being wrong. Yeah. Which is most of what he does in every book. Yeah. And got mad and smashed his desk. and was like, Cyclops is right. And Storm's like, whoa, you don't got to go that far. But... He already did, so. And we know he was right. <laughs> um, so, Scott basically just opens his mind up to Matthew, though. Like, he's like, all right, so I know you're telepathic, and so you c- can understand, like, read my mind, know I'm being honest with you at all times. I understand where you're coming from. I've been there. My powers manifested purely destructively to... Uh, Xavier changed my life, you know, and I had the opportunity to grow as a mutant and train and understand my powers and, like, acknowledging that, like, you didn't get that same opportunity. That's wrong. I want to help you. 
and I want you to know that it's possible to control this sort of power. Yeah. Explody Boy did it? Well, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody did. He showed, like, all these examples of people who did not control their power. Do you think Explody Boy was, like, all upset that literally everybody else on Genosha took his one thing? <laughs> um, I think he didn't care and just wants brains now. Yeah. Because yeah, he's in plants versus zombies now. Yeah. Um, man, what they did with Madrox, too, is pretty great. That Like, I thought I was going to not like that series as much as I'm liking it. It's magic has made it yeah. for the most part. Because <laughs> like her telling those old ladies that uh magic is the leading cause of women and uh women over six or like magic is the leading cause of death for women over the age of sixty five. With pre existing conditions. Yeah. yeah, that was great. <laughs> uh and then the broccoli people line. That was great yeah. But all this is reference to stuff that we're not covering. Yep. So, so I do like that <laughs> Scott was uh that's why I support what's going on here because he's not lying to this person. He's no. like, read my mind. Exactly. And he's like, look, and you can learn from our mistakes, and, and, and mine included. Like, there are, like, you're not the first one to have a sudden manifestation of too much power without being able to control it. The thing is, you can't take that, like, you, you can't let your ego explode with your power. And, because the whole time, Matthew's like, but I've killed people. Like, he's, he's trying to reconcile, like, I'm a good person, but so many people are dead because of me. What does that make me? And Scott's trying to be, like, still a good person. Because also, again, he's projecting, and he's like, I killed this one guy I cared a lot about, and everyone else seemed to suddenly care a lot about. Even though he's a pervert. <laughs> uh, well, I guess in the MCU, not even allegedly. Or, or not MCU, but in the Fox Marvel University. University. Well, because it's Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Patrick Stewart isn't a pervert. Just the guy he plays. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, he goes through. He shows Apocalypse, shows the Phoenix, shows Onslaught, which is Xavier, shows uh, the Goblin Queen. Who is Madeline. Xavier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, was his wife. Looks uh, just like her. Shows <laughs> Legion, Magneto, Wanda, and himself. And he's like, look, he, even my mistakes. Learn from my mistakes. Which I thought was going to go wrong. Like, hey, look, I just I killed the dude who uh, was keeping you in check. You know, that guy you really like. Dead. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> he was Be careful you. with redheads. How crazy would it be, too, if Matthew was like, so I killed all those people because you killed a bald guy? Yeah. Right. <laughs> is this all your fault? <laughs> that is a good point. He's like, like, bro. It's like, yo, why'd you got to go there? Because <laughs> that's what I thought. Like, because he was reading his mind, I thought it was going to be a big ordeal. But no. But I think it's the sincerity, right? I think Cyclops, to his core, is like a quintessentially good person. Yeah. I think that's why every chick who's been super into him has been a psychic. Because they, they got to be reading the worst minds at all times. Yeah. <laughs> at all times. So he's got to have like the best mind. In, or like, or his internal personality well, is like the same as the outer. We've seen soul. that with gene and beast where he's just constantly like <laughs> oh man if 10 like, inches oh, yeah, <laughs> i want to give her the, 10 inches 10 inches 10 inches <laughs> like he's just thinking about how much he wants to dick down gene when he's not thinking of jerking himself off yeah so she's like she hears beast and then she hears cyclops and she's like this guy's way better yeah he's only thought a couple times about banging me 
He's trying really hard not to think about banging me. That's <laughs> that's a gentleman. Yeah. Yeah. And then she met Miles and was like, what's up? <laughs> but yeah, true, because even if you think, like, the good guys, you got... Because, you know, Cyclops is often referred to as, like, a Boy Scout. Yeah. And so is Captain America. But then you go in Captain America's mind, and it's like, racist. <laughs> yeah. But also, Captain America has, like, this weird uh, duality to him, right? So he's supposed to be the the pinnacle of a superhero, and superheroes don't kill, but he's a soldier and he kills all the fucking time. Yeah. And he's around people who are killing, and he's like, that's part of the job. Well, also, he's supposed to be the super forward-thinking, like, like stands for what's right in America, but he's got, like, way too old-school values to where, like, you know he's yeah. really racist against, like, weird stuff like the Polish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, he's he's a contradiction, of him, like himself, like he yeah. just is a walking contradiction. Um, even just reading the Captain America tie-in to Empire is so weird. We're like, the Avengers are actively like they're mad at uh, the Kree and Skrulls for killing the Kotati, and meanwhile, Captain America's right next to soldiers, just murdering them all <laughs> over the place. Also, like, who cares about the Kotati? You don't get mad when you eat lettuce. Yeah. Like, nobody gets mad at that. No one's crying over salad yeah. being eaten. It's because salad doesn't cry when you eat it. Well. Yeah, neither do the katati. <laughs> yeah. They, they might scream. <laughs> <laughs> Too busy being dead to cry. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. He starts to lose control of his power, though, back to Matthew. And because the shame and guilt of having killed everyone and believing he's a bad person overwhelms him and so magic teleports back in and takes cyclops out of there while he sort of destroys the mountain thing they're standing on a bit he turns it into like this weird spot uh like spire thing yeah it's like a dna pattern yeah so he's actually holding it all up with this telekinetic energy uh and then scott's like all right take me back in and she's like what you already almost died you want to go back to talk to that guy he's like, like you can either take me back up there or get me some goddamn fucking pancakes. <laughs> That's true. He was like, I thought you were bringing food. What happened? <laughs> it says hot off the griddle, and this is cold. <laughs> and she's like, fine, but this is the last time, and I might not go back with you. Like, she's basically saying, I'm yeah. probably done with the school. And he's like, you know what? I might not be alive, so sure. You didn't bring breakfast, so you're off the team anyway. <laughs> He does, too, ask, like, so all your uh, palling around with Stephen Strange, like, you don't got some sort of answer for this magically to help contain this? And she's just like, screw you. I love... And then goes and exactly does that thing. I love, too, when they're, like, trying to figure out, like, like, oh, what about this spell? And he's like, we couldn't find enough turtles to pull <laughs> off that spell. Are you insane? Yeah. Uh, so they go back, and he's... Uh, she teleports him back, and Matthew's like uh, kneel- He's kneeling over, crying, and Cyclops goes up and sort of comforts him, and she teleports away. Uh, and Magneto shows up because that's the right guy to suddenly start telling. And you know what? He's back in his white fucking robes. 
Yes. Without fucking breakfast. (laughs) This dude was promised food and nobody's bringing him shit. That's probably why he's freaking out. They're like, let's go get breakfast. Psych, we're on top of a rock and you're hungry as hell. There's no water here. Because it's it's just like, like Ileana's like, I'm not sure we should be like trying to work with this guy like that. And he's like, Ileana, where is the fucking food? (laughs) Well... Of all people, Magneto to show up on his goddamn high horse after he's been, he's been on a murder spree. That made zero sense for Magneto to be the guy saying the shit. And he even dressed the part. He he was all like in a black suit yeah. the entire time he was on a murder spree. That one's got blood like, on it, so you had to yeah, wear his He can't see it. It's black. <laughs> yeah, because this is basically all Magneto would be about is using this guy to his advantage. And yeah. Cyclops is not really. I mean, he's willingly admitting like. Yes, it's going to help our cause. Yeah, there is that. He's definitely recruiting this guy for the revolution to be a big gun to aim back at the rest of the world. But yeah, but it's, not not to like really uh, fire him at them, just to like have a strong fist to shake at him. Well, that's the thing. Is all right. So in this next issue we're getting into, I don't know if that's so much true. It I I do believe that is the purpose of it initially. But he definitely is like, I mean, if we got to use it, though. Yeah. <laughs> if, if we got to use this big gun, I don't f- want to use it. You got fired at once. You're going to get a bazooka and never fucking shoot it? <laughs> we did say, like, just having him there kind of deters. Like, you don't have to shoot it because you got such a powerful person there. Yeah. But you can easily go, oh, but that's exactly what you were doing when you were the Phoenix. You were the person. Yeah. Now you're trying to trust a guy who's even less stable than you were when you were the phoenix but there's no options that's what i'm saying like that's true that's the only option because the other options resulted in people dying so or you're gonna kill the guy well because the avengers have a huge hate boner against anybody who's stronger than them that they can't get on their side because they were that same way with century until century was like yo i'm hanging out with you guys yeah like they knew how unstable he was and they literally all showed up on his uh like on his front yard well, they found out he had a friend with cornrows and was like, oh, you're pretty chill. <laughs> that was you, before the cornrows. You're pretty hip. <laughs> that was BC. <laughs> before cornrows? Yeah. BCR? <laughs> uh, so, this is any time I read a date, it's like I'm just going to Because, like, you know, Jesus had cornrows. Yeah. <laughs> he, he easily could have. Yeah. Uh... We're talking about Norman Osborn, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know. Uh, so, uh, the next issue starts with magic. She had gone back in time to talk to Doctor Strange, and then she sort of just crashed him having sex. Because that happens, apparently. Yeah. Doctor Strange gets down. Yeah, it's, uh, I can't remember that, that chick's name, but... Neither does he. Because it happens so <laughs> often. <laughs> That's Often. his main Jeez. love interest in like all the comics. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's his. That's his lowest lane. Oh, and here I thought he was just like pimping, swinging dick anywhere. I mean, he's a doctor. Yeah. Plus, his hands are all fucked up, so he's got <laughs> he's got to have somebody help him out. You'd think he'd have spells for that. Yeah, he's there's <laughs> magic always the bill for yeah. The the bill for magic is always due. Prostate cancer. 
It Great. always comes due. So if he can't just use up magic on jerking himself off unless he's using magic to jerk <laughs> his, to jerk him off. Yeah. It's like having the middleman. Like, why use your hands? It's like more work. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably fucking his cow. <laughs> or his robe. <laughs> or his uh, cape. The cape? Yeah. yeah. He's got those two snakes that uh, hang out at his house. Things got a tight grip. <laughs> Oh, man. So, anyway, she's like, my anaconda. <laughs> so, Magic's like, hey, I got this problem. There's this mutant. He's super powerful. Uh, he's going to destroy everything. We're trying to find a way for him to keep his power. Us not control him, but for him to, like, keep it in check. So, Magic's all like, hey, Doctor Strange, we need some sort of spell to help this guy. And he's like, so you're not going to give me any information, huh? And how come... I'm not helping you in your time. And she's like, no, nope, not a chance. Now help me out. The way you said that, though, made me think of that uh, Dr. Dre and Eminem song. <laughs> Fucking doc. <laughs> I need a doctor. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> uh, anyway, Magic starts listing off different spells and dr strange starts just cutting her off like we don't have the resources for that or that one never works or that one we have n- nowhere near the amount of turtles for yeah so many turtles you need yeah uh like a planet full of turtles really yeah, it'd like, be like a turtle genocide shivanti's veil or something like that uh mist of mist of, yeah yeah so that that takes a lot of turtles apparently yep um i'm curious on the exact number but he does pick up the eye of, uh, what is it, Agamotto, right? Agamotto. Agamotto. That sounds like a, like a phone company it does. or something. Like, hello, Moto? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Agamotto. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's the, uh, the, the advertisement in, like, Sweden. <laughs> I could see that. Um, yeah, so, oh, Devil's Tower, that's what it's called. Yeah, because they're standing out like they're going back. Yeah. Which is the cell phone towers they use for Akamoto. <laughs> <laughs> so Magneto's all like, Cyclops, how dare you? What are you doing trying to get this big a gun? Like, outshine me when I was doing this stuff. How dare yeah. you do this without my consent? You at, yeah. ne- at least need three dudes who have toad powers before you can get something this powerful. <laughs> it's like, that's how I did it. This dude, Matthew's like, Magneto! Like, pop to Woody. Cyclops, don't get too excited. <laughs> I feel like he said it too, like, like he emphasized the Nito. <laughs> uh, and there was a, there was a line too, because he keeps refer like, Cyclops is laying on a little thick with this guy. He keeps calling him his brother, right? Yeah. And we understand what's going on here, but it's not rhetoric that Cyclops uses often, and... Uh, Magic, before she left to find Doctor Strange in the past, was like, hey, you keep calling him brother and our brother. It's making me think a lot of brotherhood. So, like, maybe don't do that. But also, like, Magneto put evil in the name of his team. That's true. So, (laughs) way way more obvious. That's the one thing that they had to retcon, like, super early in X-Men because they wanted Magneto to be like, oh, he thinks he's right. So they had to be like, well, he calls his team evil. So yeah. we kind of, we should just go with the Brotherhood? Well, if anything, he was doing a favor to Xavier 
with like what the public shouldn't hate all mutants. I'm being very clear. We're the evil <laughs> ones. Yeah, no, that's true. That would make it even worse if they were the brotherhood, brotherhood of mutants. And just <laughs> the brotherhood. The, the brotherhood. brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, that would definitely set Xavier back. So. Magneto just like, look, Charles, I'm trying to do you a solid, bud. I'm calling my team evil. Taking one for the team. Yeah. <laughs> Which I just, I gotta, I just, because the whole Xavier thing. Just in general, mm-hmm. I got to point out a Deadpool line that I read yesterday. As Captain America was talking to this girl in a wheelchair, and it was like a mission brief- uh, briefing. And uh, she's like, uh, Captain America, have a seat. And he's like, I prefer to stand. She's like, Me too. <laughs> <laughs> he sits down with his shield on his lap. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> oh, and I love that that's not. Deadpool saying something that's just a character yeah. funny in the, the comic. That's great. Um, so, yeah, Magneto shows up and he's on his high horse about, like, why are you doing this? And this isn't the right thing to do. And you're, you're acting like I was back when I was crazy. And uh, Matthew starts to get confused because he's like, I can't read this dude's mind. How come I can't read his mind? And Scott's like, oh, that's easy. Because he's got that helmet on, it doesn't let people read his mind. And also, he's a fucking hypocrite because he's done way, way worse things than this. And I'm just trying to be your bud, bud. <laughs> We're brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Join the brotherhood. <laughs> Call me now. <laughs> and, uh, and Cyclops does keep reiterating, like, look, my mind's an open book to you. This guy, he's keeping his secrets because... Magneto's trying to talk uh, Matthew out of joining Cyclops, and it's like, well, who are you going to trust? The guy who's letting you know their every intention or the guy who is constantly, you know, protecting his own thoughts yeah. because he doesn't even like what's in there. That That's too when I thought Cyclops was pulling some bitch moves because uh, he's like, oh, yeah, Magneto? Because <laughs> Magneto's like, after you killed Charles Xavier, and he's like, well, did he tell you he's the reason Xavier couldn't walk? Yeah. <laughs> that was a bitch move. <laughs> Which I'm curious when that was retconned, because I didn't read that. Uh, he dropped a boulder on him, I think? No, or... that was an alien, and it wasn't Magneto, then they retconned it to not be that. They probably retconned it because of first class. So yeah. I'm curious, I didn't read the retcon, because... <laughs> I didn't read the retcon. <laughs> I read when he was on some safari mission and, like, yeah, some villain dropped a boulder on his legs. And it was so pointless that they had to recount it. A lot of what happens in comics is just like that, though. Like, someone just does something and then it it doesn't fit a narrative for later. So, they're like, all right, well, here's a better idea. <laughs> also, Magneto could have just been like, I was only responsible for one of those. That dude is destined to not have <laughs> working legs. It always happens. Yeah. That's true. His legs are like Kenny. And uh, it gets to the point where Matthew's like, you know what? I'd rather you not be here, man. And just says goodbye to him and teleports him away. And he's all like, no. (laughs) And I'd love if that was the sound effect. (laughs) I liked their talk, though, because Magneto's trying to, like, turn him against Cyclops. But they're both, like, agreeing with each other. Like, that's true. That's true. And then (laughs) Magneto's, like, talking up a storm. He's like, am I lying? No. So they're both agreeing with each other. It's like, but you've you've murdered more people. Am I lying? Oh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you mean I'm better at it than you? <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? It's like, well, that's debatable. I mean, I could <laughs> kill people by looking at them. I can punch a hole to. through a mountain. I mean, I've never done it, but Marvel says I can. 
Yeah. It's in my dossier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a dossier. Uh, yeah. And so he gets teleported back. <laughs> he's, he's making uh, inverted snow angels now. Yeah. <laughs> in the same yeah. position as Cyclops. I was laughing Legs so up. hard when I read yeah. that. Same sound effect. Thwack. <laughs> Uh, and all the students are like, holy shit, Magneto, just out of nowhere. That's neato. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> They're like, hey, so is this how magnets work? <laughs> neato. You just show up like that? Um, and he's like, I fucking, I tried. I tried to stop him and he wouldn't listen to me. This whole part was useless and uh, didn't make any sense. Because he's acting like Cyclops is going off the rails as if he's actually trying to recruit this guy for a weapon. He is. Nah. He is. That's 100% what he's doing. It's is he actually trying to recruit this guy for a weapon that he plans to use? Not necessarily. He wants a weapon that he doesn't have to use, yeah. but is willing to use. He mainly wants a, a he wants strong mut- fist to be like, "Hey, don't fuck with me. We have this guy." He wants mutually assured destruction. I think he's trying to save this dude's life and everybody else's life. Well, there I is think that that's too. a part of it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's most of it. I think that's the whole it's part. Both they things. tried other things and people. Well, he are even dying. says himself, he's like, Yeah, we get the benefit that you are very intimidating to anybody who wants to try to attack us. Like, we will win a war with you on our side, but that's not the only reason I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if it was just for a weapon, that dude wouldn't. Exactly. His mind is open to that guy. So, in exi- or Magneto's acting like that's the whole purpose. Like, he just wants them for a weapon to use against other people. He's because saying, You're using them. That's what Magneto would do. Yeah, and that's that's what I've hated is the the all the comparisons everyone's that Marvel's pushed during this time of making. Uh, that was just another thing that like somebody does say Magneto was right, and they're like, we're gonna have to get T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but it's just another thing because Marvel keep kept pushing this narrative that Scott was becoming Magneto or is Magneto, like back before AVX, like back during Schism. And he was nowhere close to Magneto then. And if anything, he was closer to Captain America without the racism. Yeah. yeah. Because X-Force was just their military. Well, kind of justifiable racism against humans because they keep on killing them. But even then, it Not wasn't racism. racism. They were targeting the purifiers. Yeah. They were targeting literal racists that were out to kill them and exterminate them from existing. So... He he never did anything that like morally you would think is crazy, especially considering he was he was practically a, the president of Utopia. Yeah. yeah. So, even the thing that they try to pin on him that he didn't even do was just like he he destroyed a cloud that <laughs> oh yeah later killed yeah. them. Well, that was John Batman's cloud. <laughs> so how would they know? How would he know to? To go where he needed to go if you had no cloud to yeah, shine he, your light in. He doesn't have a phone. You put a light in a cloud. And that was his cloud. <laughs> it just makes no sense because he's saying, like, Cyclops, now he's gone too far. I should have helped him when I could have. It's like, gone too far by doing what? There is no other alternative. Yeah, other than killing Matthew, which, by the way, you can't do. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what the other X-Men wanted to do. That's what he's basically well, I feel saying. Like like, that's they, what they were they alluding to. to. They, well, they, at the very least, they wanted to aggressively control him more. Yeah, they wanted to lobotomize him. They yeah. wanted to, like, how can we shut this guy off? They wanted to Xavier him. That's being a good yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. And that's what uh, Scott's railing against is, like, I'm not going to be that. Because I'm looking at me, in a sense. And this is what he always did, right? This is what he did with Zorn. 
too. Yeah. Like and he's then the they guy. Buddy copped. Who, yeah. He's the, he's like, I want to get back to buddy copping, man. Yeah, man, that book would have been dope. Me and Cyclops you. Cyclops and Matthew Malloy just buddy copping around. Getting pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have so much more panels to post. I could picture him being like, they get served pancakes and it's not enough, and then Matthew Malloy just makes more pancakes. <laughs> That might be the one time they get along with Deadpool because he's always making like 50,000 stacks of pancakes. That's true. Uh, yeah, anyway, so at this time where Magneto's like, I should have done more to stop him, uh, Ava Bell is all like, I got this. I got this idea that I'm going to do that everyone said not to do, and yeah. now I'm going to do it. It's not going to make any sense. I mean, sort of. Her being on her high horse doesn't make any sense. What doesn't make sense to me is that she goes with one plan, they get into that plan, and then they're like, wait, that's not what's happening. What yeah, you that's true. Because she, like, spoilers to what we're talking about, I guess. <laughs> she grabs Xavier from the past and brings him to the present, but then that all of a sudden plan. she's just in the past changing Xavier's mind. I thought that was the plan. The plan was for her to go back and have Xavier not mess with that kid or do something else. Which then he made them not like ever meet each other. Yeah, he had a better idea. I think she wanted him to shut him off or something. All right, so like, they just went just there, reaching. and then he's like, "Well, no, let's go back to my time." But then yeah. she brought him back to the future. Let's go back to my place, <laughs> which was not part of the plan. Yeah, because she was like, "Well, he was like, wait, 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 wait. You're part of a new group of students, and you're there's unsupervised. No, there's no parents there." Yeah, <laughs> but then he got there and saw, "Oh, this guy's thirty. Get my what shoes." What the hell? <laughs> First thing he does, kick him off the team. I keep trying to hook up with this one kid, and he keeps making himself look like me. <laughs> Weird. It's creeping me out. But turning me on at the same time. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Oh, he probably would be turned on. It's like him, but walking. Yeah. yeah. Bigger nose. <laughs> A little more hair. <laughs> A lot more hair. <laughs> Uh, so the carpets do not match the drapes. <laughs> it's shag. <laughs> um. So everyone sort of gets hit to the fact that Cyclops is there talking to uh, Matthew, and they're like, "He's fucking recruiting them," and so they're all panicking. Um, look at him panicking. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a point too. Uh, that we passed in, in the last issue where when when Star... I almost said Starfire. Fucking what's her face? Firestar. Firestar. Sunfire. Yeah. <laughs> where Firestar... Shatterstar. <laughs> no, that's Iceman. <laughs> and uh, where, where she, when she was empathizing with Scott and everyone was getting mad and... Bobby was getting really mad. They're like, dude, what's your deal? And he's like, look, maybe it's wrong. I don't like him. I hate him. And I hate him so much that, you know what? I'd prefer it if he just died. Like, he could just go and die in the field of battle. I don't care. Like, that, I think that would be the cleanest end for Cyclops. And then everyone was just like, yikes. And then he went and iced off. They're like, hey, man, chill. <laughs> right? Well, because somebody said, I forgot if it was a storm. Oh, no, it was magic. She said, and, and if that doesn't happen, then he's basically like, then I'm going to slide away. <laughs> <laughs> he left. <laughs> he, like, moonwalks out, but I'm going to slide. 
Uh, so now this is what really sucks. That all right? So they find out Scott's trying to recruit him. Also, Beast finds out there's a team of helicarriers, like or like a helicarrier, getting ready to converge on Matthew to take him out. Like Shields decided we're blowing this bitch up, and it's weird they know exactly where he is because why would they have a cerebro? Like I. It, it makes sense why Beast would know where Magic teleported them. It doesn't make sense that S.H.I.E.L.D. knows where Magic teleported them. Well, Unless, was it the energy signature? Probably I thought they were, okay. in, uh, they were in communication with Beast. No, Beast hacked their system to find out where they were going. Yeah, huh. and found out that they were going to Matthew because of based on the, uh, the Cerebro thing. But Scott's actually getting through to Matthew, and then Magic shows up. With the eye of Agamotto. Said it right that time? Yeah. Fuck yeah. And it seems like, hey, fucking solution. And then they look over their shoulder. Helicarrier. Just rains hellfire on them. And and blows them all up. <laughs> fire, fire, fire. <laughs> the fact that Magic couldn't teleport them out of there is a uh, crock. Well, I think it was just too late. Mm. They're all taken off guard. They, like, they had enough time to scream. Well, they were looking at missiles. It was it was a full on carnage. Well, I think you know the missile was already right there. I think it's like when there's a car accident. You're like, all they had to do was turn. It's like your first thought isn't like, oh, I should turn. It's ah. <laughs> well, her arm is up like she's doing the portal. Yeah, I don't know. It's like Xavier's first thought wasn't to run away. It was ah, Cyclops. I wish you weren't killing me. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, should put that portal right in front of him. All those missiles just go somewhere oh, else. How great would it have been, though, if instead of just killing Xavier, Xavier he blasted his legs off? <laughs> oh, man. That's so much worse. <laughs> uh, and Speaking of Xavier, uh, he ends up just <laughs> sitting by the pool, which you'd think would be a huge insurance issue. Yeah, you just gotta... There's no rails. <laughs> yeah, he's in a wheelchair. He's just next to a pool. Like, that, that guy... That's a drowning risk, right? That's there. how Toad beats Xavier right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jean Grey is just like... <laughs> and, and Ava Bell shows up. So, like, it shows, like, she she executed her plan to go into the past because... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our Ava Bell special that we did, I was trying really hard not to name that episode Unbelieva Bell. <laughs> Unbelieva Bell? Well, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> so... Shield, uh, they descend from the helicarrier to go check the wreckage of the bodies, you know, that they just blew up. Um, and Ava Bell starts talking to Xavier, and Xavier's pissed off that she's even there. Like, how dare you be here in that skirt and be as old as you are? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe if you were seven years younger, but. Giving me the information that you're giving me. And she's like, I'm not lying to you. And he's like, I stopped reading your mind when I found out you were 20. <laughs> I'm, I, I am interested in what you were feeding that child uh, you just kept on saying my hungry <laughs> that's such a weird callback uh, and then Beast is like so I got some bad news uh, they're dead. <laughs> or good news if you're Iceman. Yeah, or, or great news if you're Iceman. Um, and meanwhile, 
you got some shield stormtroopers basically uh, looking at the bodies of the deceased X-Men and uh, Matthew. And they're having this back and forth of like, because one guy's like, what? S.H.I.E.L.D. records us? And the other guy's like, well, duh. They record yeah. everything. You don't think they record you? Because he's talking mad yeah. shit about S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And he's like, dude, they listen into our conversations. He's like, no, they don't. He's like, yeah. He's like, fuck. Then it turns out not to matter because, like, Matthew's body revives and then just, like, murks all of them. That was super dope. I yeah. love the art there. He's like, did you just try to kill me? And he's, like, reanimating himself. Yeah. Then they unload on him. Yeah. <laughs> he's starting to reanimate and they start shooting the shit out of him. Suddenly, he looks like a zombie. He's got like his eye blown out. He's like, I didn't know I could do any of this. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is what they meant by life and death. And so Ava's telling Xavier everything that's going on and what Cyclops is doing. And to be fair, she doesn't even know what Cyclops is doing. And I don't get why she hates Cyclops so much. It doesn't make sense. I understand her character as the device that Bendis is using. That like she's the student who goes from complete admiration to complete disgust. Like she has that arc with Scott. I just don't know what causes it because she goes through all that stuff in the future and it's not like Scott did anything bad in the future she lived in when she was in 2099. And in fact, when Magic's dying, Magic's like, hey, when you go back to your time, make sure Beast pays for what he's done. Yeah. Cyclops is right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so there's like... If anything, she knows Beast does something really bad. What do I feel like Beast is like the Benjamin Franklin of like the Marvel Universe where he's like he's smart and highly respected, but years after his death they find a bunch of skeletons under his yeah. house. The The only thing that uh and you know, I'm you're saying that and I'm just imagining that that's what they find under Kelsey Grammer's house. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen too. <laughs> Uh, Which if, if you're listening, you haven't heard. They found a bunch of dead bodies under Ben Franklin's house. <laughs> oh. Uh, so the only thing I could think of is the fact that he knew about what happened in 2099. And everything she had gone through. And was waiting for her to be ready to talk about it. Because, of course, Celeste, or Celeste told him that it happened. Because she's the bitchiest of the cuckoos. And if that's the one you're like, hey... Don't tell anyone what happened. She's like, oh, I'm telling everyone what happened. Like and kid. You said tell everyone what happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, and that Scott, it I came like off. the idea that she's like SpongeBob when he's learning to drive. <laughs> so they're like, all right, now go real slow. Floor it. <laughs> uh, so now when Scott does bring it up, He's a little bit of an asshole. He's like, oh, so you're finally ready to talk about that thing that happened that you didn't want to talk about? Uh, and then she's like, how dare you know about that? But he's like, I just... Your hair is <laughs> six inches longer. <laughs> yeah, that did happen. Um, well, she it, it started... It seems like it started when uh, Gene started coming around. And she's like pissy that they she like he had that connection with Gene. Yeah, that was weird, but... You know, like, what what does it what does it matter to a character who's not romantically involved with him? Well, she's not romantically matters. involved with him, but she was like into him. Yeah, that's she true. wanted to be. Um, spe- then she just grew older and was 
looking at the things he was doing more closely and more negatively. Yeah, I guess. What he did, though, like, I don't know. I don't see all that much negative. No, it doesn't make any sense. And there's no internal dialogue previous to this to indicate why she felt that way and how she even yeah. arrived at that. It just seems like a hard location. shift for the character. It is yeah. all. So this is all just a yeah. candid to be like, this seems like a really hard shift, like what even, she goes into. Even Triage had more thoughts about this before, like previously, him thinking like everything we're doing is kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Oh, and, and speaking of admiring, though, there was a comment that like, because you probably, like I did, at least other than like it being so badass, wondered why Magic was even part of this team. And she even tells Doctor Strange that, like, I'm trying to save a guy who I sometimes admire. So I was like, oh, there you go. Magic admitted that, like, she admires Scott. Sometimes. Sometimes. So that makes sense why she, like, follows him. Plus, she's like, so it's cool. In, she is. <laughs> she's, she's so, so cool. cool. Her and, like, her, Scott, and, uh, like, Kitty are, like, my favorite X-Men characters. from At least from the shit we've covered. That would be a cool team. That's, like... And I could totally see that the dynamic of that working as like the older brother and two younger sisters type of vibe. Yeah. Like I, I mean, could totally see that working. I need some Emma in there. I'm sorry. Always. <laughs> oh. And plus, because Emma and Kitty got the good uh, relationship there. Yeah. Or lack thereof previously. So. Well, in Marauders, their relationship's fucking awesome. Well, it's yeah. better, but they always had beef. So that's why they work good together. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. I didn't mean like their relationship's great. I meant that. Their dynamic together is awesome. Yeah. Um, so what happens in this book? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to get back to it. So Ava is telling Xavier uh, basically everything that's happening with Scott. And Xavier's like, that doesn't sound... That sounds like something more Magneto would do than Scott. That doesn't make any sense. And she's like, Magneto will try to stop him. And then he sees it in her mind. <laughs> but then they like flash and Magneto's like... I, I barely did anything. I should have done more. Yeah, but basically like saying I should have done more sooner, like when I had the chance. Like now he's gotten into the mind of this super powerful mutant. And it's like it was the, exactly the opposite. That guy got into Cyclops' mind and saw like, oh, this guy's just being honest with me and trying to help. Um, Xavier's being a baby though. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I am so offended by you being here. You have ruined my life. Now change my <laughs> diaper. <laughs> yeah, he's he's being a jerk. And she, like, points out, like, oh, so is this, this is this Xavier that I've heard about. The guy who says one thing and does whatever the hell he wants and, you know, You know what? She's turning into Beast. Kind of. Time traveling, guilting people to change the the present and stuff and, and making Cyclops to seem like a bigger threat than he is. Yeah. Which, again, to be fair, he's definitely got that part in his head well and i think too they they know how dangerous scott would be yeah completely on the opposite side so the thought of him like going that way terrifies them yeah and then uh so meanwhile back in the present at uh, the jean gray school emma storms out of the school as she was just told that cyclops was dead and starts freaking out and yeah she like collapses on the lawn and then has like a psychic attack breakdown attack thing um which is crazy because her powers are supposed to be gone but she is like well, she can't control them as she said it was even worse than them being gone yeah that's true but i like that kitty brought up like magic like she was there is she okay 
because a lot of times writers seem to forget that they were best friends. Yeah, yeah. and then of course that's terrible news because like now nah, she's dead too. Yeah. Um, and there was that cool part too, uh, where Matthew like picks up the skull of Cyclops and it has the X like literally engraved in the skull, and is like, "I'm so sorry, dude. You try to help me." Like he he yeah. did the thing where he tried to like make them alive again and it didn't work. On the other side of that coin, though, I did not like how they had magics. Little, little. Still there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, her headpiece was still on her skeleton. Her body was vaporized, and the clothes that are made out of unstable molecules are gone. I think but... the headpiece are horns, though. That's my theory. <sighs> they on seem it. like attached on, like a crappy Halloween costume. Yeah, sure. Uh, while she's a skeleton, it's like Storm's tiara, right? Like it's dumb. Like how does it even stay there while she's flying around and doing all that stuff? It's very, very unaerodynamic. True. So. Uh, but I think that's why she got that mohawk. But <laughs> Magic's is like a chin strap, though, so it doesn't leave. <laughs> no, but um, I think they're like a clever way to do like armored horns, sort of like, and just make them look like uh, you know, when you see like an Asian headdress and they have like the chopstick looking thing oh, going yeah, through the yeah. back of the hair. Um, like doing that because when she does go all uh, what's it called? The demon child. Demon child. They turn into horns, yeah. So she she doesn't have them anymore. So, I I think it's just that. Like, in that sense, I can see why they're around. Literally, though, it's it's obviously just so you can tell the difference between the skeletons. Yeah, that's why the X was there for Cyclops too. Yeah, uh, I just like the idea that he had it right there in his face, and so it got engraved into a skull when they got blasted. Um, but also, it didn't make any sense because the X was so small yeah. on his skull. No, that's just how much of a X-Men he is. <laughs> that just, it was always in his skull? Yeah. He's had it laser etched in there? Yep. <laughs> um, like a pyro tattoo. <laughs> I was going to say something dumber. <laughs> like the the uh, Kryptonian Codex in the bones of Superman. <laughs> my people symbol for hope <laughs> hope starts with an h stupid <laughs> yeah so matthew shows up naked uh as you do on the lawn of the gene gray school in front of emma and emma's like not impressed no <laughs> not at all <laughs> and she's like so you were there with scott when he died and he's like yeah and she punches the fuck out of him and then he kills her yeah. Like, both breaks her neck and disintegrates her. And he's like, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. You were attacking me. And then... I just meant to punch a woman. <laughs> Which I like, because he can read minds, because he repeatedly stated she was going to kill me. Yeah. Not just that she attacked him. She was going to kill me. Yeah, he probably knew it. Yeah. That, like, yeah. Oh, she had every intention to, like, well, also, like, make me dead. Considering what you've done, you should probably just take that on the chin. Yeah. It's like, she, like you know you can't die. Let her do it. Oh, and if she can kill you, like, good job. Right. <laughs> you kind of need it. Because you're, like, it's better than unliving. Unliving. Uh, so while that's going on, the students at the Xavier School, uh, they're talking, and then suddenly the cuckoos start freaking out because they feel Emma having fallen from their hive mind. And then Xavier shows up. So you say there's no adults. <laughs> he's just like tapping his chair he even looks like a creep right here yep <laughs> like that image that is like 
probably the worst image of Xavier. Daddy's home. <laughs> oh, my God. Because they probably me- meant it to look, like, good. Like, oh, Xavier's here. But no, it looks creepy. No. He shows up in the class of kids. He's like, to me, my X-Men. I understand he's bald, but he still looks like he has a five head, despite being bald. <laughs> <laughs> and his eyes, like, he has no eyebrows. There's just... It's just the ridges, and his eyes are black. Like, he looks like he the definition of a predator. Because it's Baklo. Normally his eyebrows are, like, humongous, terrifying things, but nope, they're yeah, gone. Baklo likes to leave a lot of details out of wide shots. Unless it's debris. Uh, there's a couple times where, at, like, there's a wide shot, and Emma's face is just, like, a, two dots and a, a little smiley face line. Yeah. Now, I've been liking uh, Townsend's covers. They've been awesome, but this one makes no sense. Uh, for the next issue, uh, 31, Havoc holding Scott over the building and all that stuff. Like, it looks dope, but like... Yeah, like Vanilla make, Ice. Yeah, like Vanilla Ice. <laughs> we, we reference that a lot, too. Uh, it just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Havoc's not even in this book, and kind of not Scott, too, for the most part. So... Xavier's like, all right, well, we're going to solve this, I assume. And a hologram of uh, Scott. Scott shows up. I don't know how. I've, I've only been saying Scott and Cyclops <laughs> got the entire goddamn episode uh, and looking right at him. He shows up and is like, all right, so this message is playing because all your teachers got dead at once. Yeah. <laughs> You're orphans now. <laughs> We've done blipped out. And uh, conveniently, because they were talking about how there's no uh, Blackbird around because the original X-Men took that, Bendis is really good at... Hijacks, like, there's got to be something I can take. Yeah. Bendis is really good at letting you know chronologically where everything's taking place. So, uh, original Sin happens, and then the uncanny... Well, not uncanny. uh, The all-new storyline, he goes right back to the point of them going away. And then coming back to this, he's showing uh, that this is all taking place, like, right that same time. Like, bringing you right back to, like, basically that week. Yeah. Um, and so, Scott's like, all right, so, we either died because we were, it's an act of war. And because Avengers be doing that shit. Yeah. Um, they be on that sometimes. Or... We were trying to help a mutant, and something went really, really wrong. So, Two options. Yeah. No car crash. The rolls never crashes. <laughs> no. <laughs> we all got the flu. <laughs> definitely not a cloud that killed us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely not one of those. Uh, so he's like, we have a spare plane like a half a mile away from here. Follow an underground tunnel. It'll take you to it. It's already pre-programmed. Get in it. Go. It's going to take you to the Jean Grey School. Whatever you do, don't try to avenge us because you're bad. You suck. Yeah. You're garbage. You'll die. If we're dead, you're you'll die. <laughs> you're basic. No. Why do I feel like that <laughs> hidden jet that they had just was like out in the open and there was like one giant leaf over it? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's in the middle of nowhere. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and I can imagine Magic going, wait, 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 wait. We need to hide this. Just <laughs> just, yeah, leaf. throw some like grass on it or something. It's probably the old jet, too. Like, it doesn't run that well. Yeah, one of the blinkers is out. <laughs> Expired plates. Hopefully yeah. it'll get you there. 
This is the one we had in the uh, our first jet, the one that Kitty broke. <laughs> so now this is I agree with you. This is the weird part is that they made it act uh, seem like they were getting ready to do something in the present. Yeah. Because Xavier's like, so where is this Jean Grey school? Yeah, more children. <laughs> Did you say school? Uh, but yeah, it's on your lawn. Well, it's on Kokoa. Oh. Where is it in Kokoa? <laughs> Kokoa's, Kokoa's kind of in it. Yeah, he's got to swallow the school for the school to be in him. Yeah. Also, they're like just a couple months away from being in... Uh, uh, it's going to be... Damn it, I forgot where the school is. Uh, Central Park? Oh, yeah. yeah which I don't know how that happens. But they're just... They just decide it. That's yeah, because... they think they're badass. And it, then they have to pay, like, crazy property taxes? It must have happened in, uh, like, either the Uncanny or ext- uh, Extraordinary gold. X-Men. Yeah, or... gold. No, in gold, they're already there. Like, it's already in Central Park. Oh. I thought, I thought it happened, happened like, at gold. Right in the start, like, first issue of gold. Well, they are there in the first issue of gold, but they come up and they're like, you've been here... Like, you're going to start need to pay some property taxes because oh, you can't just true. move into, into Central, Central Park. Park. Yeah. And, like, the price is high. Remember, they were playing baseball and, like, Colossus had that racist shirt on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were next to that jewelry store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of problems artists. with that first yeah. issue of gold. Which we'll be covering next yeah. week. No. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, but it is funny because Xavier's all like, this Jean Grey school, we're going to go there. Uh, meanwhile, Matthew's there and he just starts wrecking shit. Because all the X-Men are like, well, we're going to kill you now. And he's just like, nope, I'm killing all you guys then. Do you know what happened to the last person that tried to kill me? She's on your front lawn. <laughs> yeah. With diamond dust. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Iceman's pretty mad about this, but then that's because he did just kill Emma right in front of him. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, they weren't close or nothing, but, you know, I guess it's... It's an act Because they were like, you killed our friend. It's like, you guys, you were friends? Because it was Storm who was actually mad about Cyclops. Yeah. Like, you killed Scott Summers. Which also, you're mad about that? Like, you I guys like are that. so confusing. Well, it's confusing even to them because uh, Maria Hill was like, uh, we just killed Scott, so either we're at war with the X-Men or we're about to get a thank you note. Yeah. <laughs> we don't <Yeah>. know. <laughs> we'll get a bouquet. And she, we're going to get the picture? nicest fruit basket. I was about to say she's definitely getting that one where they cut all the fruit into flower shapes. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, instead of going to the Jean Grey school, Xavier and uh, fucking Ava Bell, they go back to the past. And they find Matthew Malone's parents and... Malloy. Huh? Malloy. Malloy. Malloy hoy. Malloy. Mian Manoin hoy. Oh, God. No. Uh, uh, you sound like you were trying to do an offensive Asian No. <laughs> it's the it's SpongeBob where he's got the doodle buddy. Oh, I have no <laughs> idea what that is. That's too Aaron many SpongeBob does. references already. Yeah. Someone's been watching Spongebob, I feel. Yeah. I have not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been playing the Spongebob video game. That just <laughs> so, uh, Xavier had Ava take him to the exact moment that Matthew's parents would have met. And he just makes it so that they don't meet. Um, Matthew's father. He cock-blocked. The- yeah. He's gay now. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much worse. <laughs> Xavier's just protecting him. Projecting into his mind, ten inches, ten inches. 
You like dick now. Dick, 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 dick. Uh, so, Xavier talks about how Matthew's father takes a flyer from his mother because she's passing out flyers for a rally she's having. And he thinks it's a, a, a mutant flirtation. <laughs> that would be hilarious. He thinks it's some sort of like romantic gesture. He shows up. As guys do. He he shows up, which is like crazy because like she, obviously it's just a flyer for a thing. Yeah, she gave me a flyer. She wants my dick. Completely ignoring <laughs> that she's got a whole stack of flyers. She handed it to everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's a gangbang flyer. Yeah, he's like, what a whore. It's like a train. Here's your spot in line. <laughs> she's handing out tickets. <laughs> So he shows up. Um, <laughs> he's supposed to show up, and no one else showed up because they were like, "Ill, well, that's gross." Yeah. And man, that she's like, "You were the only freak." Day, though. Yeah. Because I didn't think about that when I read that, but yeah. that just means nobody showed up. Exactly. <laughs> so he's supposed to console her during the what was supposed to be a rally that no one showed up to, and then from there they fall in love, and you know, eventually they have Matthew. He just makes it so that when he goes up to talk to her, he gets too shy and walks away and also decided he's going to change schools and become a doctor. So yeah. He could have also just have went kid. to the point where they were about to conceive him and be like, I think we should use protection. <laughs> yeah. Or he, just, dick. he comes out of the closet <laughs> yeah, like, boom. Stick <laughs> <laughs> get it up. He's like, 10 inches, 10 inches. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna let her peg you. <laughs> uh, just turns it into a completely like femdom situation. It's like it's actually you on top. <laughs> he turns around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he goes. He has Ava taken back to the point where he initially met Matthew, and it's a completely different family that lives there. Um, and so, obviously, Matthew was never made. And so, she's like, so you worried about that butterfly effect? And he's like, I probably don't want to hear that from you. <laughs> also, like, I was already manipulating that child this whole life. Like, he's not going to affect anybody else. There's that one girl he didn't kill now. And that can of soup is not in existence anymore. Yeah. So, they go back uh, to the moment where she had initially found Xavier and taken him away. And she's like, all right, well, that's done. Thanks. And he's like, you know what? You are either the greatest mutant or the worst mutant in history. And she's like, right back at you, bud. <laughs> yeah, you too. <laughs> you too. <laughs> <laughs> Got a point. Yeah. That's one of the one moments, too, where, like, you can just say you too. Yeah. <laughs> where, like... You know, the, like when you're sort of on autopilot and you're yeah, at, somebody's like, enjoy the movie, and you're like, you too. <laughs> it's like, wait, they're the ticket person. Yeah, this like just totally fit. And then she like, you ever have somebody uh, say, like, uh, like, oh, have a good one, and then as you're about to say you too, and they're like, drive safe, and you're like, you too, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking too fast, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Let me get a reply out. Um, and Xavier's like, I'm just going to try my best to erase this from my memory. And then he does it. <laughs> Bacalo dedicates fucking eight panels to him just giving himself brain freeze. <laughs> and then deciding, all right, that's forgotten. He just eats a bunch of ice cream here. <laughs> that uh, uses his powers. That would be eight hilarious. Eight panels is him driving a 7-Eleven. <laughs> so, so he's just like... <laughs> 
<laughs> so it goes back to the last will and testament of Xavier. And you know what? They do that two issues before this. The cover is them all gathered around. Yeah, maybe they fucking got they fuck the it. They got the covers mixed up because like that so easily should have been this cover. Yeah. Since they're right back to this moment. And it's when she's like, and the school goes to... Scott Summers and everyone's all mad that he got yeah. the school. What was great before that is uh, I can't remember who was talking. I think Bobby was saying it, but he's like, "Wouldn't it be like, oh man, that sucks. It'd be so f- crazy if like we found out he had like a secret wife or oh no, <laughs> like a kid uh, we didn't know about." Emma says it. She says, yeah. "Isn't am I the only one who's upset that we didn't find out he didn't have like a kid with like Wanda or something?" Yeah, or have like a secret marriage. Yeah. So, which that'd be a kid with Wanda, that'd be that's his buddy's daughter. Yeah, that's fucking weird. I mean, not anymore, but like he would have thought at the time that's what would have made him do it at the time. Yeah, that's right up his alley. He is that dude who, like, like somebody brings their daughter who they haven't seen since a child, and now she's a grown woman, and they're like, My, you've grown. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) into those tits. I I creeped Aaron out. Uh, so Scott's like, I want to take a minute. And he walks out of the room. He sees Ava standing outside of the school and he goes out. He's like, Hey, what, what are you doing here? I thought you were supposed to be with the rest of the students at the Xavier school. And she's like, Hey, you died today. You died. There was this crazy, powerful mutant. He died. Everyone died. You suck. Fuck you. Like, it's like, hey, basically just spoilers. Yeah. And he's like, huh? like, she's like, if I'm going to be watching you, if you do anything wrong, I'm going to go back in time and make sure your parents never meet to even have you because I can do that. Like, you didn't even do that. Xavier did right. that. Fucking, I mean, she could take just, other people's she could go back in time and like fuck his dad. I know. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the mom does. I mean, she was into Cyclops. So, so I'll she probably fuck your be. dad. <laughs> <laughs> Do to ride that mustache. What, what, she, <laughs> what she doesn't know is that man can fuck, and so he'll fuck her, and then still fuck his mom, and still make and Cyclops. Still the cat lady, and still the cat lady. <laughs> That's why she's so into him. And when, also, I'm sure he could do it because he fucks that cat lady. That's so weird. But it's funny because Scott's like, "You're fired." She's like, "You can't fire me. I quit." And then leaves. He does. She's yeah, like, you're off the team. Yeah, he's like, you're expelled. And she's like, I graduated. <laughs> like, that's the opposite of what happened. You're All not right. getting a certificate. Yeah, you will. If you call, if a college calls me for a recommendation, I will be telling them no. <laughs> uh, and then she, like, hops in a time bubble and leaves. And he's just like, well, that happened. Uh, <laughs> he's like, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. And so he goes back inside and... Also, like, Bobby was giving him shit, like, don't worry, we're already leaving, or whatever, like, just deciding, fuck whatever your plans are, we're totally out of here. Dude, how great, though, would it be if he let them all, like, move out and then call them and be like, you guys can have the house, they gotta move all the shit back in? (laughs) That would be amazing, but see, that would be funny, and I don't think Cyclops has that great a sense of humor. No. I feel like maybe he can take a joke, but giving jokes, like, making jokes, I don't think he's that great at it. Well, we've seen him try to make jokes, and it's... Yeah, it's not great. Uh, but he's like, I don't want it. You guys can have it. I don't. I don't want the school. Have my kids do. In fact, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, take my wife, please. <laughs> he's like, under one condition, you take all my students. And so they're like, oh shit. 
he just closed the school. And before he leaves, too, he's like, uh, I just want you all to know, even though some of you in this room hate me, I love all of you. And walks away. Fucking the bigger man in there. Yep. Also, he's like 6'2", so, so he's pretty tall. Yeah. yeah. He's about to jump into a phoenix egg. He is about to jump into a phoenix egg yeah. and be dope as fuck and then die stupid. Well, it being Cyclops, he had one of two options after that. It was either jump into a phoenix egg or go to Alaska. Those are the only two things he knows how to do when he's not with the X-Men. Well, he finds the phoenix Get in, on in Alaska. Catch some fish. <laughs> but yeah, they were all like, you have to like do what this Will says. And then Iceman's like, man, toss this Will in the trash. <laughs> yeah, he, he was. He was like, can we toss this in the trash? And... Jennifer's like, not legally. I love that he, oh, was, he was like, uh, he was like, why don't we call him Matt Murdock? And they're like, why Matt Murdock? He's like, yeah, I only know two lawyers. <laughs> it's you and Matt Murdock. Yeah. You don't have answers. Maybe he has answers. He'll toss that in the trash. <laughs> He'll miss because yeah. he can't see. Also, I'm pretty sure he's disbarred right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't I don't know what's up in his life. This is during the Mark Wade run when he's in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because the whole he, – he fights uh, Tony. Yeah, Tony Stank. Yep. That seemed like that genuinely hurt your feelings. <laughs> no, during this time, Tony did stink. He was a bad guy. He was a bad hitter. Doing bad deeds. Yeah, so that was this issue of Mexman. Uh, we have social media. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, those. Twitter, uh, CompuServe. CompuServe. <laughs> yeah. MySpace. Yeah. We're starting a band page on there. Find us on Friendster. <laughs> Follow our SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah we're signed up. to SoundCloud. We put it all on there. It's all yeah, on there. Uh, we'll be debuting uh, Stabby Stabby. <laughs> That's that's an old reference now. Yeah. Uh, we got shirts. Yeah. T Public. Yeah, go there. Buy them. We got other stuff for sale on there also that you can buy to fill your house with things with that have our logo on it. Yeah. Or if it's not there, buy a sticker. Put our logo on things. Put it yeah. on everything. Put it on your window. Yeah, like- it's like Frank's Red Hot. <laughs> I was literally going to say it's like Frank's Red Hot. And yeah. not Sriracha. No. Because there's mm-hmm. that fucking song. Yeah. <laughs> There's a song about Sriracha. Yeah, it's called Sriracha. <laughs> but the chorus is Sriracha. I put that on everything. And every time I'm like, that's not Sriracha. That's, you get the wrong hot sauce. Yeah. You can't Sriracha's put that on fine. everything. Yeah, it's fine, but on everything? No, not on everything. Oh, like you can put our stickers on everything. Yeah, yeah you, you can. can. Yeah, you can put on any type of food you like. It'll work. You know what? Do an experiment. Be like, would this sticker stick on this? And put it on there. And then would the sticker stick on this and then put it on there. But you need to buy so many stickers to do that experiment, and it's worth it. Yeah, except so for us, we don't make any money off the stickers. Yeah. <laughs> if they buy enough, I still don't think we promo. make any. They could buy a thousand stickers, and I don't I mean, think like we, 20 cents. The best outcome is they put stickers on so many things that other people saw those and then went and bought shirts. Yeah. Yeah. Make a shirt out of stickers. Oh <laughs> no! Buy the shirts. We get money off the shirts, <laughs> not the stickers. Uh yeah. So yeah, go follow all those things. Leave a rate and review on iTunes. Uh, yeah. People usually don't do that, but you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Be lo- don't be like everybody else. Yeah. Stand out among the crowd. Yeah. Be your own man or woman. Don't let them lobotomize you. <laughs> and that's for today. <laughs>